Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the landlord of the House of Hardcore, the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer and I celebrate our national holiday Third Man Day, that's right, July 7th. This is when Hogan and the NWA formed at Bash at the Beach, July 7th. And we celebrate it right here on Busted Open. Also, we get into AEW Dynamite from last night. And Wardlow, your new TNT champion. And then we get into the main event between Moxley and Brody King right now on the Busted Open podcast. Tommy, I don't know if you can guess by what I'm wearing today and i'm not going to indulge it right now but today is a significant date in the history of pro wrestling that's right july 7th july 7th tommy mm-hmm. it is can you, can you i know it but it? i wonder if the nation oh you know it. well you know what for the nation that may not have guessed it already andre play the audio WCW, he is the third man Look in at this. this picture. Oh, my God. What the hell is going on? Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Well, the first thing you got to realize, brother, is this right here is the future of wrestling. You can call this the new world order of wrestling, brother. Oh, Tommy. Significant day. And may I say, Tommy, in my opinion, the greatest heel turn in the history of pro wrestling. Mm, That's a big statement. How about it? Really, if you think about it from that uh, clip and what he said, it should be the NWOB, brother. (laughs) He said this is the new world order, brother. That's right. And you know (laughs) what? I should have said when I said, I think it's the greatest heel turn of all time in pro wrestling, brother. Yeah. See, if he did that today, oof, the world would have, uh, how dare you say brother after you pronounce the name of your company? Well, I'll say this, Tommy, seriously, just listening to that audio and hearing who was on commentary when that turn happened, I know it means a lot to you as well. Go- I mean, goosebumps. You know, it doesn't matter. It was July. First of all, I can't believe it was July 7th, 1996. I mean, for God's sakes, that's so long ago. It seems like yesterday, 
But man, I, I, just listening to that audio, I the ha- the hairs on my arm, the, the goosebumps listening to that. Seriously. Well, what we always talk about is moments, and that was a, a an extremely big night for professional wrestling, professional wrestling history. Big night for WCW, and I mean, it, the NWO was on fire, and it uh, still resonates with a lot of people. I have an NWO shirt. You have an NWO shirt. The Bullet Club, I feel, kind of is a uh, offshoot of yeah. the NWO. And uh, like I said, we're still uh, talking about it. And Virgil is still NWO for life because he still wears the original shirt that he has. I've seen it. Yeah, he's been able to keep it in pristine condition. Keeping it real. Tommy, um, as you said, you talk about my laminated lists. Mm-hmm. I took out the binder. I have the binder right here. It's it's worn thin. It's old because I've had this for a very, very long time. I have opened it up and I have blown away the dust. And now I keep this particular laminated list, Tommy, and you would appreciate this, in my old school Nets binder that I got from Odell's as a kid. And inside is my top 10 greatest heel turns of all time. Wow. You know what? Uh, do you think, I don't know this, that's an awesome list and I can't wait to hear it, mm-hmm. but do you have a top 10 list of the most <laughs> historical moments in professional wrestling? Let's see. I got my top 10 WrestleMania matches, top 10 <laughs> matches of all time, top 10 wrestlers, my top five venues to see wrestling. Mm-hmm. We'll have to do that. It's my top 10 Hispanic wrestlers of all time. Top 10 African-American wrestlers of all time. Top 10 valets. Let's see here. Dear God. How about I picture you like top I saw 25, the, uh, the lovely uh, Violetta is chopping down trees. She's doing all the hard work. And you're like, I'll be right there, Violetta. And like, man, I wonder if I should move eight and nine on my <laughs> list while this is happening. I feel you go to these lists a lot. Top 10 wrestling cities. Top 20 <laughs> Pro wrestling territories. I got a lot of lists here. I know you have top uh, 10 pay-per-views. I know you have a lot. Yeah, I got a lot going on. Historical moments in wrestling. That's a that's a big one. That's throughout the industry. Probably I I do have top 10 most shocking moments. And by the way, the NWO, the third man Hogan, not my number one most shocking moment. Could you guess, Tommy? what my most shocking moment is in the history of pro wrestling may not get it. We're all over the place, David. I know um, I am, but I, but this is when you and I get together. This is what happens. <laughs> I, I'll give you a hint. I'll give you a hint. It's happened within the last 10 years. My most shocking Oof. moment. Uh, wow. No, man. Within, you know, most of my, you know, me, a lot of my moments are very old school. Yep. Hasn't gotten, uh, I don't know. Do you want me to, do you want, do you want people to guess or do you want me to tell you? Well, when people guess, you'd have to, uh, give a little bit of clues. Remember we used to play what's Tommy Dreamer wearing. I just did. Within the last 10 years. years. So it's from 2016 till now. Yes. No, wait, 2016. What year? I don't know what year it is. Be quiet. (laughs) I've had a lot of brain trauma. (laughs) <laughs> in 2026 <laughs> tommy dreamer proclaimed <laughs> uh, well it happens to be 2022 so 
It so would be 2012. 2012. Yes. <laughs> hmm. There we go. That was that might have been one of my most favorite moments in busted open history. Right there is that you not knowing what year it is. Well, I'm ahead of my time, <laughs> as most people would say, David. Last I ten think- years. You know what? If somebody guesses it, and unfortunately can't go by social media, you can tweet it. But if you call in and guess it, I will give you a free bottle of my Dave LaGreca hot sauce. If you can guess, if you can guess what that moment is, Paul Paul's already uh, on the phone trying to call in to be somebody else <laughs> because he wants that bottle of hot sauce. Hi, this is Earl. I can't believe you can't Tyler. get it. It's so easy. I think it's easy. 2016 to 2022. <laughs> uh, uh, well, we'll we'll keep it going. We'll keep it going for the nation. We'll let the huh. nation guess because I I have a sneaky suspicion that Tommy's not going to guess what my most shocking moment is in the history of pro wrestling, and it's happened within the past ten years. So eight seven seven three four 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 eight nine three eight seven seven fight ninety three. We will get to AEW Dynamite. I promise you. But you know what? It is a holiday. To me, July 7th is now a holiday. It should be a national holiday. When I take out my calendar, there should be a little notation, because I do still have an old school calendar. At the bottom of the 7th, there should be a little notation like, you know, Third Man Day or NWO Day. Like, there should be, this should be a national holiday along with, Up a leg on your friend day. Turn on your friend. Yes. Like, you know, it's Canada Day this month, Independence Day, Third Man Day, July 7th. So there's a lot of of holidays. Uh, That 4th of July would really interfere with your July 7th. I don't know. Got to think about it. Like, we all all huddle around and we we sing uh, Third Man carols, like the NWO theme on the Mm -hmm. 7th. We go... We all just huddle around and play air guitar and go, too sweet, too sweet. We do all that on the set. We all go up. That's how we greet each other on the New World Order, brother. Get on Happy our phones. Third Man Day. Yeah, brother. There too definitely sweet. should be an NWO filter. <laughs> and we could all like walk up to our phones and, and like be like, whoa. Gabby like can do that on Instagram on this day. Like when you gather around on the 7th of July and take pictures, you can only use black and white film. Yeah. It has to be in, the pictures have to be in black and white. I'm telling you right now, this is, this is a holiday. This is now officially, I have proclaimed today officially a national holiday. Third man day. You still don't even know what Bob, what actual day Bob Roop day is. I sure do. Oh, tell me we, my business, brother. I and know we exactly. declared a holiday. What is it? It's in October. It's October 27th. Really? Bob you could just, I don't even know what year this is. So you Dude, could just Bob be Roop making Day all is stuff. October. Bob Roop Appreciation Day is October 27th. Okay. Nice. Still have yet to get Bob Roop on during Bob Roop Appreciation Day, but he's appreciated. <laughs> I'm Bob Kendrick, president of the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum and host of Black Diamonds, a Sirius XM original podcast. Right now on your podcast feed, 
I'm telling the story of the great Satchel Paige with Guardians pitcher Tristan McKenzie. To know what he meant to the city of Cleveland is huge to know that I could just drag on his coattails a little bit and feel like I'm a part of his legacy. Don't miss Black Diamonds. Available now on the SXM app, included with all of our trials and popular plans, or wherever you get your podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Wardlow, your new TNT champion. Right off the bat, coming out hot. And, yep. uh, man, it was... Uh, it was a good match. Warlow does some amazing things, especially his swan ton uh, for a guy his size. The people love him. You have to be a little bit careful about these little changes you keep on making with a guy who is super duper popular because you don't want to have people turn on your super duper popular person. But right now it's working. Well, now, like, it's interesting because you had the story with MJF where he wasn't officially a member of AEW. He was an employee of MJF, not AEW. Then he gets the contract from Tony Khan, and now he is a part of the roster. And now he's won a championship. It's interesting because, let me ask you, Tommy, is that the right move? Should it have been a longer chase for Wardlow to get the championship? Uh, man, you know, it's hard to second guess a lot of these decisions, especially with how today's wrestling minds work. And I'm talking about like, you know, your wrestling fans are programmed to kind of forget. Yeah. And I always like the build. 
and there should have, you know, me personally, I just like this monstrous build to this guy going after um, a title because I've destroyed everybody in my path. Now what? And because now that he's won the first title, you know, he, he's eventually going to have to lose it or he has to drop it because now he wants to go after the world title. And those are some interesting things because, I mean, he is hot. But, I mean, like, I did not like the foot on the chest. That's arrogant. And fans could turn on you on littlest of littlest of things. Uh, I agree with you on that. And that's a great point by you, Tommy. I think I would have liked a little bit of a longer chase. Now, I know Wardlow's been dominant, and it's hard to sell it because he's just been beating the hell out of everybody. Example, last night. But but I think I would have liked a little bit of, of more of a chase. Just because now you're on, now you have that championship gold. The other thing too is he can't go after the world title right now because those fans could turn on him. Because who's the interim champion? It's Moxley. Who's going to be the champion when he finally returns after being healthy? It's CM Punk. You're talking two of the biggest, most popular wrestlers in AEW. Uh, I think I probably would have had him go after a little bit more of a chance. Listen, Scorpio Sky's a heel Tommy. So it could have been like a Nick Bockwinkle Hulk Hogan situation where it's like, you know what? Wardlow's beating the hell out of Scorpio sky. But what, what happens? Scorpio sky gets himself counted out or gets himself disqualified to retain that championship. I think I would have liked a little bit of a longer chase. Yes, me too. Uh, it worked last night. You heard the reactions, uh, but just when you're, you're thinking like that, it's like, I we're both saying you got to go somewhat, long term because you know wrestlers aren't going to stay hot forever how do you keep them hot and especially with baby faces you put obstacles in their way for you know the ultimate goal because the biggest thing we'll talk about lists and all that stuff but the biggest thing is once that person wins it now what do you do with them yes they could have a dominant um title reign but they're never going to be as hot as when for the chase, as opposed to once they win it. It's it's an interesting debate. Yeah, it is. But I will say this and you're, first of all, you're right, Tommy, what a way to start the show last night. You couldn't start any hotter than having this match to start off dynamite last night, but I'm, I'm watching back to Wardlow and Scorpio sky right now, as we're talking and it's pretty amazing. I'm watching without the sound. And every single person in that arena is on their feet, Tommy. Like, I'm not, and I'm not talking, it's not the end of the match. I'm talking from the beginning of the match to the end, everybody in that arena is on their feet. That's a moment. You know what I'm saying? And like, and I'm not comparing, but I'm just using this as an example. So please, nobody kill me on this. But it kind of is very reminiscent of Goldberg Hogan in Atlanta. You know, Goldberg comes out against Hogan and nobody sat down because they're waiting for that moment where Goldberg's going to beat Hogan. Everybody's on their feet last night because they're waiting for the moment where Wardlow is going to beat Scorpio Sky and win that championship. Well, in comparison, and that is a great analogy, but there was a longer build for Goldberg. Hogan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just talking about that one particular match, that one yeah. moment on Nitro. Yeah. Listen, Wardlow is the hottest wrestler in the wrestling industry right now, no doubt. And he has, he has everybody talking about him. He's an attraction, which is very, very hard to have an attraction. 
And, you know, we'll see if he continues on that path because, like I said, he just won it. You just got to watch little certain things that you do. The guy can talk. Uh, he looks great. And the people are totally into him. And they're into his finishes and, and, and all stuff like that. You just got to, you know, now that he's the champ, how long is it before he loses it? Who's going to be that person? And then where does he go from there to keep him that hot? Yeah, and and he is hot. And I mentioned Goldberg. He's kind of getting the Gord, uh, the Goldberg treatment with the Wardlow chance. It's it's pretty fascinating to see where Wardlow started. And I always go back to the match that he had with Cody Rhodes, right? Where it was the I, I think one of the best moments in AEW history with Cody Rhodes doing that moonsault off the top of the cage, and then see where Wardlow is. Right now, it's pretty incredible to see in a three year period where he started and where he is. And congratulations to Wardlow, because that was a huge moment last night, Tommy. And you know what? You can make the argument. They probably could have ended the show with Wardlow beating Scorpio Sky for that TNT championship last night. Good, good call. Uh, We've asked Tony a couple of times why he puts certain matches on certain spots. If you're going old school, your champion usually goes on last. But, I mean, they've had the champion go on first. Either match would have worked. Um, Interesting. It would be very interesting if you flip-flopped it. Yeah, I I think I would have. I think I would have started. And we're going to get into The title change pop. Yeah, and and also you had, like, the, the pomp and circumstance when the match was over, right? You know, you had that big celebration at the end that that could have been a cool way to go off. You didn't even go to a commercial break. I think right after that moment, you went to a a backstage promo with John Moxley, if I remember correctly. So it was kind of an odd thing. I I think I might have ended with uh, Wardlow winning that championship last night. It was a hell of a promo as well. Yes, it was. It was a big promo. And again, that's one of the things that we talk about with Dynamite. You don't really have a lot of time to digest things. Think about what I'm just saying. You have all the pomp and circumstance of a title change and a new champion, and then it goes right to a backstage promo. You're not even going to a commercial break. So I found that very, very interesting last night. You know what I would have loved just in sitting here talking and being a Thursday night quarterback, Thursday morning quarterback? Uh if Moxley cut that promo and then you hear his music hit and then he walks out to the live crowd. This is Adam Shine, host of the Adam Shine podcast. Here to tell you, you can listen to my podcast all year round. I'll give you my NFL picks against the spread. Give you fantasy advice all season long while being joined by the best guests in all of sports. He's Aaron Rodgers of the Green Bay Packers. This is what I expect. You know, I expect to play well every year. We release episodes of the Adam Shine podcast every week. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast or listen on the SXM app, included with most subscriptions. The Adam Shine podcast. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. 
So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter TrueGreen, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. TrueGreen is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let TrueGreen do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. John Moxley is your AEW interim champion. CM Punk is your world champion when he does come back and he's healthy. They're going to have a little bit of an issue on their hands when he comes back. Because go back and watch Moxley's entrance from last night. He is that guy. I think he is the face of AEW, Tommy. He gets those entrances that, again, you get goosebumps. Everybody on their feet. Everybody singing along to his entrance theme. You know, it's funny because Bully and I talk about, because Bully brings up about the the former WWE wrestler coming into AEW. And is it too much? Are there too much WWE talent moving on to AEW? When I look at John Moxley, I don't think former WWE talent. I think you have Moxley, who was on the indie scene and in Dragon Gate and Evolve and all that. And then you had him go to WWE and beat Dean Ambrose. But this is not Dean Ambrose that we're seeing. This is the Moxley that we saw pre-WWE. I look at John Moxley, I don't think WWE at all. And I think Moxley is the face of AEW, even more than CM Punk. 1,000% agree with you. Here's what I said and man, I, I really enjoy the show if I'm reflecting about it because a lot of it comes full circle. Same yesterday. Um, we're talking about earlier Christian without handcuffs and let him be him. Dean Ambrose was an amazing, amazing character and was so over and beloved by the WWE universe. And then he came over because he was also one of the guys, make him the face of this company, make him the face of the brand. Never going to happen there. And it has happened because that's, and that's what we wanted and that's what we get. Same thing if I'm looking in, in if I'm Tony Khan and I'm literally like, wow, this is amazing what's happened. And it's happened because of a shitty circumstance, CM Punk getting hurt. And when I was, we were talking before, stars aligning, you know, even him when he came on the show talking about him, Moxley Tanahashi, he wanted this match. Now he just happened for the title. I mean, it just the stakes got up there. I know in the back, I mean, Dave, seriously, he has the winning lottery ticket with John Moxley and CM Punk to main event a pay-per-view. He's literally walking around with yeah. the winning numbers of a lottery ticket. And that's what I have for them. And then also when I see, when you're talking about Moxley, I have that same thing in somebody named Cesaro, Claudio Castanoli, excuse me. And he's another guy that is primed and ready. I had another guy named Brian Danielson who was there too, but unfortunately he's hurt. And guess what? 
I have, you know, again, we're talking about this show and as I'm, I'm going over it, how do you not the pop that hangman page got? Yeah. He got a monster pop last that night. he's a star. He's a, a homemade star. And you know, you're talking about Thunderosa. What do they really have for hangman page right now? And, but these are things that you have to deal with, but they're also good problems to have when you have such depth and you have such over talent. That's why AEW is doing so, so well. And these are big money matches I can have. And last night, what happened? Hey, we saw from the Royal Rampage, which now we know and we talk with Tony. It now works. I now yeah. have that in my back pocket. And then Brody King comes out. Has a very, very nice showing for himself. A very, very, if you, and, and I'll just go off since it's National Third Man Day on my quick little tangent. Um, they give a lot of grief at times to the booth. You and I have conversations and sometimes we step over each other. In AEW, they do a three, sometimes a four person booth. That clip that Andre played was beautiful because it described the art form of professional wrestling. And I had a visual in my head where you're talking to somebody who doesn't even know what year it is. But last night I got everything because of three men just told me that story about switching of hips, changing of grips, yep. choking somebody out. And I got that visual and I have been choked out before. I've also choked people out. It's a scariest thing when your air is going and somebody else is doing it to you in a ring in front of thousands of people. So, but what I, I, my stop coming at people for making mistakes, cause we're all human and they come out the announcers a lot. It's very, very hard in that booth. But if you want to, I like to praise people. And that story that was just told was beautiful form of art. Anyway, that match last night helped elevate Brody. It wasn't, it was a hard hitting match. Exactly what he said he was going to do. He did. And we got another victory from Moxley. And it wasn't, was it a pretty match? It was intense. It was physical. And it had more of a UFC style yeah. than anything. And even just the breaking of it, it was different. And yes, <clears throat> that's what they basically said. He said he was going to do on television. And then the commentators got it over. That is different. And I always say different is better. John Moxley's always been different. I was asked when... Uh, they were thinking of hiring John Moxley because I had worked him and I knew him. I said, his promos are so unique. He was cutting promos on me about wrestling me. And I said, he's a mix between Dick Slater and Terry Funk. And he's so different. And I'm so happy that WWE gave him that platform. And I'm so happy that AEW has given him a bigger platform. I'm happiest that he's clean and sober. He's got a beautiful wife, a beautiful child, and we are seeing the best friggin' version of John Moxley that we've wanted to see. And when you capture that and you capture that on television, that's why he gets those reactions because he could do it in the ring. He could cut the promos and that's why he's the champ and he's the best going right now. And he's super competitive. And that's why, and, and think of his promo. He literally won the title. And then two days later, he's carving people up. And that's what yep. he likes to do. He basically told you what he likes to do. And he put over his opponent. He didn't rip up his opponent. And there was no 
writers handing him a promo. That's all in his third, his thought process. That's the difference, man. It's so simple. If you really think about it and break it down. And that's why he's on the top of his game and deservingly. So And when you put all those factors together, that's what a, a what a real world champion is. I know. And, and not only your real world champion, but the face of your, of your show and your company, Tommy, um, he looks fantastic, you know, since he's gotten clean and sober. I, physically, he looks amazing, obviously in the right frame of mind. But I think the biggest thing you said, Tommy, is the fact that he's living his best life. Yeah, he's the world champion, but he gets to go into the ring with Tanahashi. He gets to have that blood and guts match like he had last week. Here he is main eventing against Brody King. Everybody on their feet with his entrance. I mean, he like you said, he was never going to get that in the WWE. Now, he was part of the Shield, and that was big. And then once they broke up the Shield, they really didn't know what to do with the Dean Ambrose. And I think the worst thing that he hated the most, and he went public with it too, was like what you said with the promos. Having scripted promos, having to, like he he mentioned in Jericho, Talk is Jericho's podcast, that half the promos he did in the WWE, he didn't get. He was just reciting the written word that was good, but he didn't even understand it. So if you're not even understanding it, how are you going to connect that with an audience? He wasn't able to do it. He's doing it now in AEW. David, even going back and look at that promo, look at his how his body reacts. Think of how his movements are when he's talking, because that's when I'm, I'm emotional. When you're so emotional and you start talking, you, your body starts to move. We joke about your LaGreca rants. You're going crazy. Your face is up in the camera. Your hands are moving. It's real to him, and which then resonates to your fans. And think about, listen, man, if I'll throw an ECW shout out, Sandman. One of the greatest entrances of all time. Yes. And what he was not at all the wrestler that he was, but he was so relatable. And there's a bit of the Sandman in John Moxley. And when you gave him that entrance, he's the Sandman meets Onita meets frigging John Moxley. Yeah. And but then his work is next level. But he doesn't mind going out and doing the Onita and Sandman stuff. But then he'll go and have a pure wrestling match like last night. That was a straight up wrestling match. Yeah. And it was physical dude. Brody King knocking on three Hondo when he came with that running cannonball. Oh my dude, goodness. I would have replayed that thing at least three times because it was physical AF. And then John won. And again, go back to that audio that was played. Beautiful way to describe the art of professional wrestling. And there's and, such simplicities in it, as same as that match. That match was brutal. It was vicious, but the, the finish was simple. And both men, it served its purpose for both men. Tommy, you talk about the art of pro wrestling and the simplicity of pro wrestling. I tweeted it out last night during the match. Moxley's back rake on, on Brody King. Simple, but... Beautiful in its execution. Slow, the pain in Brody King's. It that's that's how you sell it. That's how you do it, you know. And and even the chops that Moxley was given, Brody King. We take it for granted because those things are so small. Because you're waiting for the big spot. 
But those little things actually matter. When you have a physical matchup like the one that we saw last night, it's those small things that are going to add up to a beautiful match. And I thought that was a beautiful match between those two in that main event last night. It was a great wrestling match that delivered. And like I said, it served its purpose. John Moxley, still your AEW champion. Brody King, uh, one of his better showings in the yes. sense of being in the singles performer, put his name. He had the build from last week and put his name on the map this week. That simple. You mentioned something about Tony Khan holding the golden ticket. All outs coming up in September. Don't know when CM Punk is going to be back. But man, if your main event at All Out in September is Moxley and CM Punk to see who truly is your AEW world champion, that might be one of the bigger matches that we've seen in the past few years, without a doubt. Do you know where All Out will be? All Out, I believe, is in Chicago. Oh, wow. Look at that. So imagine Moxley, Punk, in Chicago, all out in September. Don't know if it's going to happen because, again, I don't know the timeline of Punk's injury. I'm just throwing it out there because that's their next biggest show. Okay, if he can't be, you do all that stuff, and then after the match ends, you have Punk walk out to get the Punk pop. There you go. I just cashed in half of my lottery ticket. The longer Punk is away, the more the anticipation for the match happens. Well, we're this, talking about turns and all that stuff. That's that type of deal. It's 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 crazy how the world of pro wrestling works, Tommy, because sometimes you can have a moment that you think is going to add up and it doesn't happen, but it turns out to be one of your biggest ones. This was supposed to be the summer of punk. That's what this summer was going to be billed as. Punk just became world champion right before summer. And you're thinking, all right, July and August, Punk is going to be out there defending this championship. Punk is going to be on TV every week. Everyone's going to be excited. Everyone's going to be going crazy. Unfortunately, Punk gets injured. But man, if you can come back to start off the fall and you're having or ending the summer with Moxley and Punk, you know what? That is going to supersede anything that you could possibly have done throughout July and August with CM Punk as your world champion. The beauty of Paul Heyman, and he taught me this a long time ago. One was Steve Austin the most over when he was hurt. And what he still went out there and cut promos. Yep. But he was, why? Because we're waiting for the return. Again, don't know this whole thing is coming full circle we don't know when jungle boy is coming back but man we're hoping he does we don't know when cm punk's coming back but man we hope when he does but when it all comes together oh my god i can't wait to be there and that's the beauty of professional wrestling well and 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 tommy that's a great quote because with all the injuries that aew has had and we just had the Forbidden Door pay-per-view, which I said was one of my favorite pay-per-views that I've seen in a long time. You know, Punk is out with injury. You, Brian Danielson is out with injury. You just mentioned Jungle Boy is out with injury. You have a lot of injuries. Thunder Rosa doesn't have a program right now. She's She doesn't have a championship program, right? Mm-hmm. 
Christian is out there cutting promos. Jungle Boy is out. So you're waiting for Jungle Boy. CM Punk, your AEW world champion, is out with injury. When all these things come together, AEW is going to hit that next level. I truly believe that. Yes. As well as, oh, yeah, they're also promoting a new pay-per-view coming up, you know, real soon. And uh, we have, I think it's already announced, Briscoes versus FTR. Money right there, up there in Lowell. But it's a great... why I why I love wrestling is for for those specific reasons, but it's also it's a great time to be a wrestling fan, man. It really and, is. And AEW does pay per views right, and we have to, I joke about it with him with Tony Brain, but he gets all that connective tissue because he remembers it all. He really does. And then, like, he has where it goes back to a wrestling fan, but he remembers why people. And then at some times, he makes you remember it on television. But as simple as uh, negative one going out to cut a promo about in, the, in his, his hometown where his beloved father in the business, and then QT Marshall, who hasn't been on television in forever, comes out and does all that stuff. And then here comes Hangman Page. And then we have the un, un, the united uh, unification of the dark order, and it was just it was a really feel good moment on something that's horrible, but it made us feel great. It it did it did. There was but everybody was on. over in that little segment, and if you keep on, that's why I always say everybody matters, man. There are no throwaways on television. It was one of my biggest gripes when I was a talent in WWE. Because everybody matters in AEW. They do. All right, Tommy, we are celebrating Third Man Day. I hope everybody has a safe and happy Third Man Day. Go out and celebrate, man. Only happens once a year, July 7th. That's it. So go out and celebrate Third Man Day. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.